0: a podcast listener dj daniel cox here today freddie is taking the day off and we have a special guest with jonathan you're gonna want to sit and listen to this because what a story in the first segment so hang on to your hats it's going to be a good podcast this is a podcast from real life sango in clarksville tennessee thank you for being a part of our online community we would love for you to join us at 8 30 or 10 a.m. on Sunday morning at the City Forum. In the meantime, if you would like to share a prayer request, make a financial contribution, or take a step at real life, you can text mission to 97,000. Now enjoy the podcast. Good morning, podcast listener.
1: Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not Fred. Uh, Fred is not here this morning. Uh, we thought we'd do a, little, do a little difference this morning. Fred texted me last night about six-ish and said he wouldn't be able to be here. So I had to find a substitute, if there could be a substitute, podcast uh, host. And I found one really close mm-hmm. to me this morning. Good morning, Rachel.
0: Good morning.
1: That's right. Rachel Vincent is going to be the podcast uh, What? Co-fly-y? co I don't know what co-host, you call it. co-host. Host, whatever it's called, I have no called.
0: idea what you call them.
1: <laughs> anyway, so we are so excited. I woke up at three forty-five this morning. Could yes, not, you did. Couldn't and woke you up too. Uh, that's after Alexa woke us up with a, I guess, an update with the bright shining star, uh,
0: bright blue light. But we
1: are we are so excited. Last night when I uh, said it, the kids are like, "Mama needs to do it. Mama needs to do it." So we have Rachel on this morning. Uh,
0: I don't have the gift of gab. Though. You
1: don't have the gift of gab. So that's... this
0: could be real, real fun. <laughs> so I've
1: <I'm, laughs> been giving the mantle to kind of fill in the gaps this morning. But so for those, uh, I, I, let's go back. First service on Sunday. This is one of the things I was going to address with Fred this morning. I think he knew it. and That's why he skipped out. <laughs> I think he said in trying to catch up with the past sermons, you could go to the podcast and listen to the sermons. And then he kind of threw in the, oh, by the way, we do a middle of the week one for those niche, or he, I think he said niche, niche cult followers. Now, I don't know that y'all are a cult follower of podcast listeners. That sounds scary. It does sound scary. I was somewhat offended in a way. Uh, so I don't know that I want a cult following but for those avid podcast listener uh, that sit there sit there and listen every week we sure appreciate it it means a lot sometimes i wonder uh, who's actually listening and i guess some some people are listening but
0: some people are forced into listening you like, are rachel you have to listen to this week's podcast
1: <laughs> so because so. i want to make sure what i said was right uh <laughs> so so freddie said excuse me fred said last week he said as we were rambling on about pizza in the desert Uh, which I had a follow-up story for him this morning, and I don't think I'm going to get to it this morning. Uh, No more pizza talk. No more pizza. Uh, He said, I I think some people just don't like the first segment, and the first thing that came to my mind was what? me yeah because you don't like the first segment
0: <laughs> <laughs> i should i just i usually know what's coming up oh you're you're absolutely so backtracking like, this well, morning no 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 i feel like i know you face. both well enough i'm like well i think i probably know where this conversation is going to end up and so then i want to get into
1: the sermon recap. that's completely backtracking what you always say <laughs> You always say. I, you're saying I'm being nicer now. that say, I'm actually behind the mic. You always say how many how many minutes is the first segment, and you literally hit the 30 second fast forward button. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, now podcast listener, you know what really happens when I listen to the podcast.
1: So anyway, so uh, it's so great that now you're forced behind a microphone to do the annoying first segment that you just don't like.
0: Yes, it's so, very hard if you don't have the gift of gab to do this. <laughs> so uh,
1: so, this, so this morning, I woke up at four o'clock and very excited. And uh, so I was trying to think of some things to talk about. As we say every week, this is not a scripted deal. Fred and I usually talk about four or five minutes right before we kind of get a plan of attack of what we'll kind of generally talk about. This morning, Rachel has no idea what the first segment is going to be about. Oh boy. So she said she does not like the first segment Because it's just kind of somewhat random It just kind of goes on But what was one of your favorite shows, Rachel? Now listen, this is maybe for the older podcast listener. No, 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 no you See, see I'm, I'm already going.
0: getting excited nah.
1: <laughs> So what was one of your favorite shows in college that you used to watch?
0: Oh, I religiously watched And I only watched the open se- opening segment And you now actually that you went, say to
1: that. A, you went to the live show, taping of it which yes, was
0: in New York Live with Regis Philbin and Kelly Ripa. That's
1: right. So it used to be for those older, that older podcast yes. listener would know Kathy this is Lee, Regis yes. and Kathy Lee. But Rachel would absolutely, st- I mean, I think she scheduled your classes around. Yes,
0: my college classes were scheduled. No, I think we could already record.
1: This was oh, early two thousand, so I I'm like, could VHS- we record then?
0: I don't remember. I
1: <laughs> you couldn't DVR. I know. That. No, I, I
0: don't know. I Maybe like... you had the
1: big VHS cassette tape. That you Maybe I
0: did. I, yeah. So
1: anyway, so Rachel would not watch any. I mean, she wouldn't watch TV, but she had to watch
0: the opening segment. And after
1: oh, we yes. even got married, you would watch that show. Yes. And I thought it was the most annoying thing ever. So if you never watched it. It was Regis Philbin who is is he still is he dead?
0: No, he's dead. Yes. He's dead.
1: Yeah, that's right. And Kelly Rippa, who was probably a soap opera star at best. She
0: was yeah, actually soap a soap opera, opera star. star. Said, and then me. she got her Regis like made her really famous. So, so. Kathleen
1: quit for whatever reason and then she you know, he interviewed folks, he got this lady named Kelly Rippa. So so Rachel would watch it, and so if you've never seen the show, it is the first, it's an hour show. Uh-huh. As you know, normally it's segmented out every, you know, four commercials in an hour. This sucker wouldn't take a commercial for the first 20 minutes because it was a constant talk about Regis' what he did the night before, which I could give, well, I just didn't really care. <laughs> and it was this rapport that they had. Now, he and Kathy Lee had it great. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean I don't remember watching much with Kathy Lee. Well you were probably I was, four. I was I was young, Jonathan. You were four years old. Probably. Maybe eight. Maybe ten at best. Yes.
1: So anyway, so the, he would talk about and then Kelly would just give him a hard time. Give yes. him a hard time. And so that's going how ahead, you, go ahead. That's how it.
0: you got your nickname. Okay. So, so I don't call you Jonathan. Well the, occasionally you get called Jonathan. You're never called J V by me.
1: Uh, JV, yeah, we'll JV, talk about that in a second. But,
0: but that's where you got your nickname, Big Man.
1: So that's what Kelly Rippa would That's call- who you
0: are in my phone. <laughs> the kids always are, I mean, when they were old enough to be like, why is daddy called Big Man in the phone? I'm like, well, you don't know this show, <laughs> but Kelly Rippa. Named Regis Philman. For the opening segment, Who's My Big Man? Who's
1: My Big Man? What did
0: you do last night, big man? <laughs> Which restaurant in New York, downtown New York City? Which was City, so condescending
1: <laughs> to him because it was almost like a, I don't think a father-daughter, more like yeah, an older kinda, uncle, younger niece kind of situation. I yes, think. yes. And so she gave so much Gave him such a hard time. Yes. And so did. that whole thing was <laughs> stick was a big man was making fun of him. And so you picked up on it. Oh, yeah. And we, cause we have an age difference.
0: There's 10 years, difference. 10 years, yes. dip,
1: 10 and a half years almost. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, we're getting
0: technical. So okay,
1: anyway, yeah. so yeah, so there it goes. If you call me big man at church, I will absolutely stay.
0: Hey, up. JV's JV? about to drop off <laughs> and everybody's going to be calling you big man now. You're welcome.
1: So, uh, I, uh, Freddie, if you are in first service, I assume second service was the same for the, introverts he made us talk to somebody at church which is kind of unbelievable and yes blood
0: pressure went up immediately
1: (laughs) that's sarcasm for those that know me uh (laughs) and so i I tapped uh, a girl that was sitting in front of us and uh and uh, anyway she turned around and i introduced myself and she said Jv, she called me Jv. Oh yeah, I love the podcast Jv. So thanks, Fred, for the Jv thing. So I'll stick with Jv over Big Man. Do not. Oh, call me big man. now come
0: on, <laughs> Big Man's way better than Jv. But All whatever.
1: Right. So now you know we've been going like ten minutes on this. So they, the
0: rambling don't... segment has become very very long.
1: All right, so, I did want to say one thing. So when I so the kids listen to the opening segment. They listen to this opening segment. They don't we force them to. Well,
0: you force them to. Now I'll not probably force them to. this week. We
1: take them Max to. to karate. He <laughs> listens to it, and then if it's good, now it listens to it. So Max was very upset, Rach, about what I did not talk about on the fall break. So oh. it's all about Bianco Pizzeria in Phoenix. So if you didn't listen to Bianco, by the way, I had a little get together Wednesday night, and a lady from Phoenix that lives here now knows Chris Bianco. Had his cell phone. At one shouted
0: time. across the room to shouted let me know that she knew I him said personally. She knows
1: Chris Bianca, but anyway, I don't want to digress. So one of the stories about fall break I did not want to get into last <laughs> week because I was very tired last week was a story about we we were down in the panhandle of Florida and we left very early on a Saturday morning, a little before six.
0: Thinking we were going to beat the traffic,
1: and the traffic was not horrible. So I did the first leg, probably three hours. We get to Montgomery, Alabama. It's I don't know eight thirty nine o'clock. Rachel has Googled and found a spectacular espresso place called Oh, oh Hilltop some,
0: Hilltop
1: Public House or something. Yes,
0: it was Public House.
1: You're the you're the hilltop remembering person. Public House. You're right. Hilltop Public House. Great mm-hmm. little dive uh, espresso shop. A Max. Had a headache. He didn't feel well. We had a big birthday party the night before. At uh, on vacation, we get him a water. We get Nell a water. We get c- Some incredible iced ice
0: lattes. I,
1: I got a hot one. It you was, did get a hot one. It yeah. was very very good. And so, if you ever been on sixty five north from between Montgomery <laughs> and Birmingham, Rachel, you started to drive, and what happened? Like normal on sixty five north.
0: We were about thirty five minutes south of Birmingham, and boom,
1: boom, stop, stop. All you can of see course. is cars. It's a parking lot. It's like, it's just, this is why we quit going to the panhandle of Florida. It's just ridiculous. You're and always
0: s- going to get slowed down near Birmingham.
1: And so you would say Max and Ella are fa- fairly obedient. And so yeah. when Max said Most of the time, yes. he had a headache, what did we tell him to do?
0: Drink some of our espresso. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah? No, no, well, we told him to drink <laughs> big water. big big <laughs> yes. 16 ounce of a plastic cup yes, of water. And yes. boy, he downed it. And that's right. I know what you're thinking. And that's exactly right. He had to go pee. He had to go pee bad. And when he has to go pee, it is like, we got to go. And we are dead stopped. (laughs) We are talking (laughs) dead stopped. He's in the front seat. I'm in, we're in a van. I'm in the back seat with Nella. And he's like, the traffic
0: is not even maybe crawling at best. And
1: we're, we're like, it says by ways, 20 minutes away Mm -hmm. from the next exit that probably everybody's getting off. And I say, what, like a, a good father, you're going to hold it, Max. We're not going to go pee. He said, "Daddy, Daddy, I've got to go pee." And so, what did we do?
0: Well, we started <laughs> emptying out. The, <laughs> the, I think all of my iced Your ice latte. Your iced latte got thrown
1: out the door. Yes. The water got thrown out the door. So we had. Yes. We had a plastic cup with a lid.
0: And he only knew this because of your childhood stories. Well, I've never taught the children this. The Maxwell House way. coffee
1: can with the top. Yes. It has that certain sound when you have this to go is the your fault. It, that's right. So I said, Max, you can you really not? He's like, I can't. So, well, I've done this before plenty of times in the car with my father. So we're just going to come back here in the van, and you're going to get on your knees, and you're going to pee in this cup. He said, Daddy, how many cups you got? I was like, Brother, it's a 16-ounce cup. I think we're good. He's like, Dave, I really got to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> so Rachel's up there. This is going she, downhill real listen, fast. Listen, Ra- Rachel's up there in Shangri-La, you know. St- st- I'm like, I'll be happy to keep driving in
0: this <laughs> bumper-to-bumper traffic.
1: <laughs> so Max crawls to the back. He's on his knees. I got a cup. That's right. I'm mowing the cup. And literally, he's. I'm just not, not really watching because I really don't want to watch P going into a, a clear plastic cup at that. <laughs> Rachel's like up there, you know, all of a sudden got real quiet. Listen to her music, I think, in her AirPods. <laughs> And I look down, and this sucker is coming to the top. And I'm like, "Nella, Nella, Nella, I need another cup. I need another cup." And he looked at Max, looks at me, and says, "I told you, I had to go pee, Dad." I was like, "Brother, it's sixteen ounce cup." So I'm sitting here jostling around. This is the switch over between a mostly filled (laughs) cup of pee to to an empty one without having to splash, which it did splash a little bit, to make the transition over it. And I have to say, we probably had, I don't know. Maybe a couple ounces spill here or there, but I think we did a pretty good job.
0: We washed everything that was in the back of the van as soon as we got home.
1: So the worst part is, so if you No, ever, tell
0: them, well, then we go to a Chick-fil-A when oh, we finally no, get out. No, I'm
1: not done yet. So, oh, gosh. so anybody that's been to a coffee shop, you know, or I don't know, I, I I don't know, our church where you spill water everywhere. Those tops are tricky to put on. Oh, yeah. So here I am <laughs> with these little flimsy plastic tops with this plastic cup with full of warm pee. And I'm trying to put the top pretend on like it's coffee and make sure it doesn't spill and finally i got both top sign we put them in the back little cup holders and i guarded them with my life gift
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, and you're like rachel roll the windows down a little bit we need some fresh air in here
1: <laughs> so that's the story that i was supposed to tell last week about our fall and break he was trip mad. oh he was not and happy he was mad. but there you go max uh, there's your story for the week i hope the podcast listener got a little bit of entertainment i'm sure there's at least one person out there that's Pete in, that in a Maxwell House coffee can.
0: Well, we'll find out. Don't please please email in so we don't feel so weird <laughs> so that's Daniel that we let at, our child do this.
1: Daniel at <laughs> reallifesango.com. Daniel at reallifesango. Share your story. Uh, so I thought you'd appreciate it. See, miss, I don't like first segment. It can be fun, can't it?
0: Well, yes, it can be. I will uh, retract my statement.
1: All right, there it is. So that was the follow-up to fall break. Uh, <clears throat> Fred did do a, a brain dump. Sean Degraw. Sean DeGrodd. Sean, I hope I got your name your last name right. He has been a greeter uh, at the front door for, I have to say, months. It's just always great smiling your face. It's a great story, the brain dump. He accepted Jesus, uh, prayed to receive Jesus. It's just a great story. Uh, Saul, when we were walking up this this Sunday, I said, Well, there's Sean. I hope it's Sean. Did I say, Is that Sean? Is that your kids? Well, I don't know, Dad. He had a said, name
0: tag on. I already know a
1: name tag on. But anyway, Sean, uh, congrats. It was a great story in the brain dump. Uh, Fred, we do miss you. Um, yes. I know he's 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 burning the candle at both ends this morning, um, but we do miss you. It's not the same. I did not do the opening. I, I probably did it a shameful way, but uh, we do miss you. We are going to have another segment. Rach, yes. did I cut you off on of any story you wanted to share this morning?
0: I don't think so. I didn't even
1: talk about desert Pizza this morning.
0: Praise God.
1: There it is. Praise God. So, uh, you cult followers, you hold <laughs> on. We're about to hit a commercial, but we'll be right back.
0: Every Sunday is somebody's first Sunday at Real Life. We believe God has put you in the neighborhood and in the job and at the ballpark or at the gym, right where he wants you to influence and invite others into his story, into a relationship with him. So here's today's challenge. Text a friend right now, stop what you're doing, send them a message and invite them to join you at Real Life this Sunday, who knows? Maybe it'll be their first step into a relationship with God. Every Sunday is somebody's first Sunday in Real Life. So text that friend today.
1: All right, so we're back. Uh, so, Rachel, uh, we're kind of on the kid theme this morning a little bit. We just talked about peeing in a cup. So... <laughs> So do you remember We're as, deep
0: in the childhood rearing <laughs> trenches? So is that what they say?
1: We're sitting in the lounge. It's a little later this morning. This is about the time every morning we sit. Have I'm coffee. sitting in your chair and you're yes, sitting on my, you stole sofa. my chair. That's right. Uh we have our coffee, so this is kind of what we normally do. Uh it's usually not we don't talk about peeing in cups, but we usually are talking about one of three things, right? Kids. Correct. Work work. Or Jesus. That's about yes. the three things we talk about. Yes. If we think—if you think we're talking about you, we're not, if, unless you're kids, unless you're work, or you're Jesus.
0: <laughs> then and, you're being talked about.
1: <laughs> so uh, 12 years ago, last week, 12 years ago last week, we had our first child, Max. Yes. And, Can't uh, believe
0: it, but it's true.
1: And it is, it is a a—it uh, is a game changer for those that know that. And so we lived in an older house downtown, and we found out that our kid... Liked a pacifier. Yes. He but did. what was so funny is, well, how many pacifiers did we have at the initial time?
0: I don't know. We had one.
1: Remember You're they right. said it's the well, one? Well, they
0: send you home from the hospital with a certain type, which I don't think he ever, we got, then we got, I don't know what brand it was now. It's been 12 years.
1: It's I've, a hospital brand. They don't sell anywhere. And they say, if, well,
0: if, now they do, but 12 years ago it was harder to find them. But, so anyway, we had, we had
1: a that. pacifier. So at night, at two in the morning, when you wake up and you hear something and you know it's not a kid because you don't have a kid. And you're like, oh, gosh, I have a kid. I forgot about my kid. <laughs> oh, my gosh, is everything okay? He's in there crying. And so you run into his room.
0: Rachel, it's time to feed him. That's, <laughs> Maybe, let's be honest. That's well, what I was really saying. Probably
1: <laughs> a little bit. It's like would hear crying. I, I tap you and say, Rachel I think he's hungry. And I just, I
0: just fed him twenty minutes that's ago. The
1: worst. That was the worst response ever. I was like, "Did you really?"
0: That means you have to get up and get the pacifier.
1: <laughs> so we would. So it's pitch dark. You know, I had contacts. They're dried out. I can't see, and so I am sitting there in the complete darkness, feeling around the mattress. Trying to find, or his crib, whatever it was, <laughs> trying to find the one pacifier. <laughs> and we did this for months, right?
0: We were such amateurs. And
1: then we finally talked to this, like, I don't know, experienced parent and said, why don't, why don't you... you put just a five or six in there, and that way they're not so hard to find.
0: <laughs> Light bulb went off.
1: Yeah, so we finally got smart enough, we put a bunch of pacifiers in. So Fred talked about Ephesians 1 um, and talked about power. Uh, yes. I'm not going to talk about He Man this morning. It was well before your time, so I didn't.
0: Was, yeah, I didn't get into He Man and all that.
1: So we have a favorite preacher um, that did a series uh, on Revelation last year or year before. I can't remember now. And he spoke. He spoke. I think uh, a lot about
0: pacifiers. Uh, pacifiers. Being pacified by things, other things we shouldn't be. Pacified by, but we are.
1: And he mentioned several. And What were they? Mostly? Netflix. Netflix was his big one.
0: Yeah, I know. He was always. Pick- I'm like, hey, nothing's wrong with Netflix. Netflix in moderation. That's right. It's good. Social media, well, of course. Social media, Netflix. You know, the, watching sports. I can't. He had a whole list. So in Latin, fill in the blank.
1: <laughs> so in Latin, pacifier is an easy word. Uh, it's just two words together. Um, oh
0: gosh, here comes the Latin lesson. there
1: comes yeah. So. Poc, pox or pockets means peace and fair just means to bring so to bring peace oh, yeah so yes. for any parent that had a pacifier a child that would take a pacifier they know it does bring some Peace temporary
0: peace at least it takes yeah. i'll take
1: it Nella, of course wouldn't take one until Nella
0: she was, refused until
1: she was three and all of a sudden she got interested in pacifiers after she quit well, she
0: found one at the beach yeah we had a couple weeks it ago and she was like cannot i'm like absolutely not you didn't do it at eight days you did or take eight it, though, months so you're not it. doing it eight years i was like you can use it for your baby dolls at home but
1: <laughs> so the pacifier is supposed to bring peace but I think it was a good. Freddie said this, so that's why I'm bringing this up. He mentioned Netflix, uh, I think, and I, I can't. Yes, remember. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, and, I, I, and it really brought me back to we have, you know, I think, I think Freddie and the other, the other pastor was saying that we have the biggest challenge in our society now is not necessarily the threat of having our head chopped off. Uh, like in Africa you might, or India.
0: Not in America.
1: But not in America. But one of the biggest challenges that Satan throws at us is?
0: Pacifiers.
1: Pacifiers, yeah. It is complete diversions from the reality that is going on.
0: Spiritual battles.
1: Ephesians 6, that's right. Uh, Freddie talked last week in his sermon, I think he talked a little bit last week in the podcast, about clearing the windshield and having the vision... He talked a lot about vision, having the full vision of what's really going on in our life. And I think the biggest challenge that we face is we have too many pacifiers.
0: Absolutely.
1: I mean, I think so. Yes. And so, Freddie. At least in
0: America, like I said, um, in Africa, they. They, they got bigger more, problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably
1: bigger problems. Yeah. And so, I thought it was intriguing. Um, Freddie had, a, I don't know if second service was, was his, the sermon was as long as the first service. I have no issue. Hey,
0: I like long sermons. I do too. I do. As
1: long as they are good, and it was good, so we liked listening to it. Max got a little fidgety at the end; he was ready to go. He, he probably
0: he, wanted to go watch Netflix. I thought he would
1: had to go pee. Be honest with you, I say, <laughs> does he have to go pee? Uh, and that's, that's a serious comment. <laughs> so, um, but he went to an extreme about power, and and if you look, and I'm not going to talk about me trying what? to diagram that sentence. I did not diagram that 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 very very long sentence. But if you look at this what he talked about his i don't i've got i don't have you have your bible out i I, I barely can see this in here but he, stole he it. talks about the immeasurable uh, greatness of his
0: power
1: it was might or his power that's right and so that is like in the middle of uh, the middle of the sentence talking it's really a purpose clause he's talking about praying for the saints there in, in Ephesus. Ephesus that's right and he talks about that he He's praying for for them to know quote unquote know three things, but one of those things was the immeasurable greatness of his might. I'm hoping I'm I can't even find it right now. Yeah, there it is. Immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe. According to the mighty working of his strength, and that was the second part of his sermon. As Max <laughs> said, the second sermon he gave.
0: Uh, and there part were, one, part two.
1: That's right. And there were there were four things that he showed the working, and we, we're not going to go through those this morning. I don't think.
0: Yeah, don't test me because I don't know if I'll. I don't have them written down. Well, I wrote so. them
1: down a few times, but okay, we're good. we're not going to go through that this morning. But <clears throat> I think it's a very important that he talked about the power, and this is Ephesians six. We're going to get there eventually, um, whenever Fred gets to Ephesians six. But he talks about the power of God through us w- in spiritual battles, and it talks about what we're fighting against. And I think I said this last week. Oh, yeah, it's when we got back last week. I said I-, I failed on Monday because I I fought the wrong battle
0: with the wrong
1: with the wrong weapons. That's yeah. right. I fought the wrong battles with the wrong weapons, and uh, so I think we have to start off with the right vision. And with that vision means that we understand we have things occurring with us and to us that are not exactly what they appear in our own sight. Don't right, you agree?
0: Right. The whole what is it that book? This present darkness. This present darkness. Yes.
1: So I thought it was. <clears throat> I thought it was kind of cool. It hit me as he's talking about God's power. What will suppress God's power faster than anything? Is a pacifier in our life. Oh, yeah. For us to put pacifier, and, and, you know, we just don't have the one pacifier. We've
0: lots of options.
1: We're we're laying in our little crib, (laughs) and we've got five or six pacifiers around us. And so that when a challenge comes up, when there's a difficulty that comes up, Rach, what do we first want to do?
0: Pick up one of the pacifiers. Yeah.
1: We just immediately want to stop it. I don't want to face the challenge. I don't want to have this inconvenience so what I choose not to do is face what's actually going on. with
0: spiritual battle.
1: Usually it's a spiritual battle, which we see in a physical earthly realm, but really is a spiritual battle. We choose not to see the vision, and worse than that, we put a fur in our mouth. Yep. And, and that's all we want to think about. And then when that one gets, gets tired, we go pick up another, another one another pacifier and so this all comes back though to the main not the main sentence it's kind of the main subject and verb which is that
0: it's like a run-on sentence
1: it is kind of, well it's <laughs> god talking of. it's god talking here Why? Well,
0: so hey run-on sentences can be good apostle
1: paul may come get you now you better watch out <laughs> um but he is praying that they may know i pray this is verse oh my gosh i can't read it 18 i think I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may, that's a purpose clause for those English geeks out there, so that you may know, and there's three things he talks about, hope, riches, and immeasurable greatness. So I think it's worth our time. So we read a book this summer when we were studying for the Shabbat series, the Sabbath series. And do you remember who wrote that book?
0: Not the one that called the Sabbath or the one called
1: David Foreman's David
0: Foreman's book, Sin that Uh, Crouches at the the, door?
1: Yeah, the serpent that crouches at the door or something. So he spent most of this part of the book about original sin, Genesis 3, talking about the word knowledge. Now, I tracked it back. It's not the same exact word. But I I think it's important for us to talk about this morning what knowledge is, when it talks about, when Paul's talking about to know the immeasurable greatness of his power, uh, toward us who believe, and what knowledge is not. So let's first talk about, I think, what knowledge is not, when he's talking about knowledge. So give me one thing you think what knowledge is not.
0: Oh, gosh. I, right we right talked about this last night. Well, like head knowledge? Yeah. Like just learning the
1: facts. That's right. Yeah, just read read God's Word, which is nothing wrong. That's the first step you have to do. But knowing the facts, I don't think is knowing, is a measurable greatness of His power.
0: By experience,
1: so I think this is experiential knowledge. You have to experience. Uh, you have community group here in like I don't know, uh,
0: probably an hour,
1: forty five minutes, forty five so. minutes. Yeah, you have. <laughs> and so I know last week in our group, um, last Friday it was a it was a tough. It was so much power packed scripture <laughs> there. I didn't even know where to start.
0: Yeah, it's so rich. It's it's a lot there.
1: It was a lot there, and uh, I know your group talked about.
0: We talked a lot about the cloudy vision or Mm -hmm. windshield from, of course, that was last week's sermon. That's right. Um, But how, and that I think that's kind of like pacifiers. It's, you're getting clouded up and you're like, what am I going to pick to distract myself instead of praying for a clear, what's really going on spiritually. And so he's focused in on what you can do to, try to clear your quote-unquote spiritual eyes
1: and so we talked about something very similar I I, I, I kind of landed on the be and the do um it we talked a lot about and I'm getting to what experience knowledge is to me um don't want to break that epignosis word out here but uh, that's the word in I was in about the Greek, to say, you're
0: definitely not going pignesis. Greek with me this morning. Pig, it's such a
1: funny <laughs> word to say, a pygnosis, pygnosis, pygnosis. So that word knowledge to me is is true experiential knowledge. I think that's, if you take this back to the original sin in Genesis 3 about the tree of the knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil, it's not like Adam and Eve didn't know that there was good. Obviously, they knew that. And probably that there was evil. They probably mentally assented to the fact there was something good and there was something evil. And they
0: knew they were not supposed to go do something and eat off the fruit of that tree.
1: They knew that. And so what was the real sin? I don't have an answer for that. (laughs) You'll have to go talk to someone smarter than me, Fred or Tim or somebody. But, (laughs) but, But he focused on that word knowledge, is that when Adam and Eve took of it, they experienced evil Mm -hmm. as opposed to just knowing of its existence. And I think the opposite is true here, that when we want to experience the immeasurable greatness of his power, that it takes something more than reading God's word and then going and doing something. And so we talked in our community group last week, and I think it's applicable today, is that we want to always do something. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's just flat easier. Right. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. It's
0: It's much easier to do, I think, for most people than be. To just sit and be and experience God in prayer, in community, because then that can get messy, let's be honest. Correct. And so, yeah, I think it's, for me personally, I think it's easier to go, like, let's go do, do, do this. And... It sometimes is harder to
1: just sit and. So my, so my men's group, I told you how we started that. I have, it's a men's group on Friday morning. And I started with the story of Mary Martha and Luke 10. I think it is. I said, there's good men's group. I will fact about. check you. It and I've always, I told him, I said, that was the hardest. It's not a parable. It's an actual real story or real fact. Which what happened. And I said, I've always had it. Cause I'm always the Martha. And if you don't know the story, you looking up in Luke 10. It's the last of Luke 10 where Martha and Jesus are there, Mary and Martha are there with Jesus, and Mary's sitting at Jesus' feet, and Martha's getting everything ready to eat because it's got to get done, and I'm the Martha because I like to do. And, And the point being here is that Mary chose not to do but to sit and be at Jesus' feet and to abide just in his presence. And sometimes that takes so much more strength and so much more humility because it's just easier to get things done than to actually, I'm not crying, I'm just right there, <laughs> uh, actually be in in brokenness. Yes. You know, if you remember we in our previous uh, church, we did a Sunday school class, um, and we uh, we always had a hook. Uh, what's the hook gonna what's be? What's the hook gonna be? Uh, and this week would have been pacifier for those old Sunday school class members. It was to be pacifier. But, I think it's important to understand, like, if when you teach Galatians or Ephesians, where you talk about, what do we bring to the table, Rachel, to get justified or saved? Nothing. Not one thing. We bring nothing to the table. That's that's Ephesians 2, and 8, 2, 8, 9. It's clear. We, we bring nothing to the table to ever have the, the greatness of his justification, salvation for our souls. But out of that, what always comes?
0: You want to go do. It's the things.
1: James it's the James yes. Galatians problem. It's a very fine line. And we always talked about it as kind of the coin, you know. Yes. It's the Which same side of the coin. That's right.
0: Faith and works.
1: That's right. So you have faith and out of faith always comes works. If you have proper faith, James says, works always happens. But I don't think I think we talked about 2 or 3 weeks ago on the podcast. We sometimes go out with the wrong motivation, with the wrong love of God. We're trying to tackle things that we don't need to be tackling.
0: It's more out of duty,
1: and we have fake fruit out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at Colossians one, it talks. It's a very similar thing to Ephesians one that we that Freddie's been preaching about. But it talks about going and doing good works and bearing good fruit. I think you know, I think, Rach, and you may disagree with me. I think you can only do good works when you've been sitting at the feet of Jesus and being first.
0: Yes, I would agree with that. I
1: I shared Hosea 6-6 with the group last week. hope I can remember what it says now. But it says, God desires...
0: Uh, Not a pure heart, that's (laughs) psalm. A
1: a faithful (laughs) love. Not sacrifice. Over-sacrifice. And knowledge of Him... Rather than burn offerings. That's Hosea 6 6. That this is the God our Creator said through the mouth of Hosea. Um, probably bring like mean things to Israel because they deserved it at the time. <laughs> he said to them, I would rather you have faithful love toward me. Then go to any sacrifice. And was sacrifice important to the Israelite people? Oh,
0: yes. Very important. It was the basis of their whole... Re- Justification.
1: Justification process. Yes, absolutely. And the and, and that was the basis of all of that, um, the atonement process and all that. Um, but he said he would rather have faithful love than, than a sacrifice, and he would rather have knowledge of him. And again, I think when he says knowledge of him here, I think this is what Paul's talking about is when he says, I pray that you shall know the immeasurable greatness of his power toward those who believe. This is for us to stop what we're doing. Now, I'm not saying we stop working. I'm saying there's there's a cart and a horse here. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, we choose not to even want to have the knowledge. I'm not saying you're not memorizing scripture. I'm not saying you're not reading God's word. I'm saying that you choose not to want to experience God of in his presence before you go out and do what you think he's got to, for us to do.
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay. All right. Gosh, I don't know how long we've been going.
0: This is a lot harder than... What's that? <laughs> it wasn't too bad. It wasn't say. too bad.
1: So that's a little snippet today um, of Ephesians 1. Talking about power We could we could go through
0: More pacifiers
1: That's right And, and so I think Our goal And I think what we're Struggled through When we did the Shabbat We studied this together Since February All mm. the way up through The middle of summer Maybe in summer Is that we We, we, we put a different Paradigm for us That yes. we always Wanted to put it About us We know it's not about us But we still do We feel like we have to do We have to Because without us I don't know how God Can actually make this world Still spin <laughs> around And around and around And that when we sit there and stop, Shabbat, stop Mm -hmm. what we're doing and we realize that what God has called us to do is first to be, and that's what he's always called us to do, is to be first and then to do. The knowledge of the immeasurable greatness greatness of his power will never be understood until you actually experience God, and that's the knowledge of him. And that's the beauty of what God's called us to do. He doesn't need your works. You will work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You will enjoy his work.
0: Well, being can be work, don't you think?
1: That's what we talked about. If Thanks, it's Frank. easier to
0: go just go pick up the next task, well, you're, I think you're trying to like walk away of the harder thing sometimes of just sitting and being and enjoying his presence.
1: Uh, I, uh, we have a good friend, Sam Gentry. Uh, he he followed this guy on a podcast. He wrote a book. Uh, he was kind of a sports psychologist kind of person. He wasn't a psychologist, but he helped helps athletes get in their head to do better. Trained. To train. That's right. And he had this phrase called it takes what it takes. It takes what it takes. It takes what it takes. And I, I called Sam out on Friday morning and, and I said, you know, if you want the room clean, well, it takes what it takes to get the room clean. You gotta clean the room. Right. You can't just sit back and let the robot thingy at the the uh, thing run around. It still's not gonna clean the room. Sometimes it takes what it takes to be. Yes. Sometimes you have to stop what you're doing. Yes. And it's you hard ha- work. And, and I think the very the basis of our Shabbat series, when, I, when we did the opening screens, was what? Trust the story, which we won't talk about today. God's but, enough. But God is enough, yeah. That's some Maverick City Gyra there, if you like Maverick City Gyra. God is enough. He doesn't need you. He doesn't need you to do anything.
0: He wants you to experience him, though. When when you're going out and doing.
1: If you miss the experience of God, you're missing the joy and the fruit that comes from doing his work, not your work. And what a lot of times we do, we end up doing our work and not his work. Because his work is there to be done. That's Ephesians 2.10. We are His workmanship, creating Christ Jesus unto good works, which He has prepared beforehand for us to do. He has prepared the work for us. He wants us to be and have a knowledge of Him experientially. The do and the work will come naturally because it will be sitting there in front of you and you'll know exactly what to do. So today, podcast listener, I'm not saying don't do. I'm saying be first, though. Stop what you're doing today. Get out God's Word. Pray, pray to him. That's easy stuff. But then go through, what, who am I with God? Am I really experiencing him? Or am I just putting a pacifier? And sometimes I hate to say it. God's work, quote-unquote, can be a pacifier. Oh, yeah. Because you choose not to want to experience him and all what you have to look at in a mirror back from him. But you would rather just go do something, quote-unquote, for God. So today, podcast listener, God has called you to be a child of his and to have knowledge of Him, and have the wisdom of Him. That's that was the first part of Ephesians one we he, Fred preached about last week. Stop today, stop and get in front of God and be a good follower and a good son or daughter of of, of your Creator. Right? Was this fun?
0: It was better than I was expecting. I That's was a right. little bit nervous, you know that.
1: No, you weren't nervous at all. This was good stuff. But
0: it was fun, yes. I enjoyed it.
1: Well, if Fred misses out again, we'll have to have you back Please on. come
0: back next week, Fred.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, as as always, the the wizard behind the curtain, Daniel Cox, is here. He's taking good care of us. He, he gave us a little pep talk, and he always prayed for us. And, Daniel, we so appreciate yes. what you do every week. Yes. You have great skills and great experience, and, and you make this podcast what it is, and we sure appreciate it. All right, Rach, anything else? Any last parting thoughts to the podcast listener out there today?
0: Uh, I think keep it real.
1: I think keep it, Jesus.
0: Thank you for listening. We trust that God is stirring something special in your heart today. We hope to see you on Sunday very soon. Keep it real. Keep it, Jesus.